Hey, you're listening to WKNC Interviews Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and never miss an episode. Enjoy listening. That song you just heard was called Wild from... Wait a minute. No, it wasn't. It was called... It was called Wild, but it was from Night Idea off of the album Breathing Cold. And I've got... Um, I'm mixing up all of my names right now. I've got Night Idea in here right now. I was about to say, I've got Breathing Cold in here right now. Um, got Night Idea here. They're going to be playing local band, local beer tonight, along with the Tills and Onawa starting at 9.30 out at Poorhouse. And hey, guys. Hello. We're very excited to be here. We, uh, we had you in a few months ago, right? We didn't get to come do the radio thing last time, but we did play at the Poorhouse uh, back in November. We had a good time, yeah. Well, we're happy to have you in here for the first time and back at LBLV again. Yes. So let's hear a bit about you. Uh, describe the person to your left. And since not all of you are mic'd up, you know, you two can just describe this too. As well. All right. Well, Paint us a picture. The, the man to my left is a studly man of long blonde locks um, named Joey Anderson. He plays bass in Night Idea. Um, to my right... Um, I have another studly man with long brown hair doing weird, creepy things with his eyebrows. His <laughs> name is Reed LaPierre. He plays guitar, uh, sampler, some keyboards, and, and sings, sings um, with the band. Uh, all the way on my far right is the most studliest of men, Carter Burton, <laughs> um, who does vocals and guitar in the band. And I am the least studly. Uh, my name's Ethan Johnstone. I play drums. And uh, tell us a little bit about each of those people in terms of personality. What, what's your favorite thing about each of them? Mm. Um, I guess I'm going to say Reed is the wild card. Because <laughs> um, you never know what sort of vulgar nonsense is going to come out of his mouth. Um, Joey is the, uh, the businessman, the ladies man, the entrepreneur. Um, Carter Burton is the down home sensitive soul, just looking for a way home. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I am the man with no face. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm kind of scared. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you can actually see my face, but no one else can. <laughs> he has no face, everyone. <laughs> it's really weird. So we're happy to have you guys here. I understand you're on tour right now. Yes. So we're on day three of uh, the biggest tour that we've done to date. Um, we have 25 dates. Um, we played Greensboro two nights ago, Savannah last night, and then we came back up here and then tomorrow we're doing Wilmington, then Atlanta and then heading west. So we'll be getting as far as Laramie, Wyoming. Nice. That's awesome. Which, yeah. Uh, some of us have not been out that far, like out into the Rocky Mountains. So it's going to be an adventure for sure. And how long is this tour going to be? Um, about we, a month. Yeah. About a month. We come back home May 1st. Okay. So not too long. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, we're, a, we're that's a lot of ground in. to cover. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're Seven, putting 7,000 miles. Yeah. Is this the biggest tour you've done? Yes. By far. By yeah. far. And you've been together for how long? All four of us have been together for, I think, coming, uh, coming, coming on, on six, six years. years. Um, but um, the two guitar players, Reed and Carter, have played together 
since seventh, seventh grade, oh. since so like thirteen years. Um, we're all generally like twenty five years old now. Um, and I've been playing with with the guitar boys also for like ten years. Um, so yeah. You've had a pretty tight history with each other. Then. Yes, yeah. We've been been good buds, so we can do whatever musical nonsense with each other and be comfortable with it. So, Awesome. So let's talk about that time together. It's been a long time, so I'm sure you've got a lot of fond memories. Um, <laughs> would you uh, give us each a little um, a little peek into the past? Um, some of your most vivid memories? For some memories? reason, the, the memory... <clears throat> of our band that's coming to mind is when we had a day off and we went to Atlantic City. Oh, no. um, <laughs> <laughs> they said, oh, no. We so, yeah, we might yeah. not go back. <clears throat> so, um, we... Did we actually gamble? Joe, I gambled because I love bit. gambling. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got some whiskey and we went a little crazy. We had a hotel room. We wandered out to the ocean. Um, I... I think I broke, maybe it wasn't broken, I broke or yeah. like fractured my toe on, I think, one of your ankles. <laughs> on accident. I didn't even, it wasn't a purpose Sour kick, flat but tire. Yeah, it was a flat tire gone, gone very wrong. I bet my soul away. Yeah, I bet his soul away. I think there was some throwing up, maybe, in the yeah, ocean. Can we hear a little more about that betting of the soul? There was a little, there was like a, there was, there was a live paintball park. And Reed was saying, like with live targets. So, so Reed was saying, um, because there was live targets, that meant that there were people. And I was like, there's no possible way any entity could afford to just pay people to get shot. You just, it just makes no sense. So he was so confident in that that he bet his soul. And sure enough, I was right, and I still own it. Well, I saw an episode of King of the Hills that had. <laughs> Live paintball targets on it. So, so, I, so what did they mean by live targets then? Not live targets. It was I guess. just like a moving on a track. It was ridiculous. And then Carter fell on our um, like hotel. Uh, oh, that was bad. Shower and busted his eye open. And not his eye. He didn't bust his eyeball, but he like it was close. It was it was bad. Yeah, it was really bad. And then I remember we went to New York City after that, and it was just Carter looked like he had been like beat up, and I was like limping around. It was we were like a. Sorry looking group of boys. <laughs> but it was, you know, that's, I guess we're having a story to tell from it at least. But we probably won't go back to Atlantic City. <laughs> Bad memories. Bad memories, yeah. <laughs> so I'd like to hear someone else's uh, most vivid memory. I want one from each of you. Oh, Different yeah. perspective from each of them. We should have more crazy things happen, right? Doesn't even have to be a crazy thing. Just paint me a picture. Let's see. Um, our origins, I don't know. You you do you had the company and then Yeah, that's that's actually pretty wild. Yeah. Um when we started it, I was running a transportation company um that I would when biodiesel was a lot bigger, when fuel fuel was a lot more expensive, I'd make the fuel from grease from bars and restaurants around town. So these guys, it was kind of funny cuz like at shows and practices, I would I mean it was like a five-star transportation company. It was like a limo-esque type vibe, so I would like have to wear a suit so for some of these shows, you know, I'd have to like roll up in a suit and whatnot. And they were, it was pretty awesome because they were really flexible because it would be insane hours, you know, working every day of the week. And then uh, a couple years ago, two years ago, my brother, who I ran it with, was like, well, you seem to like the music thing, so give that a whirl. 
So I left the operation of that, and that's when we kind of, I mean, I guess we've always treated this pretty seriously, but we kind of stepped it up a little bit more and started booking more out-of-town shows and trying to do more experiences with the band, I guess. And, and I how's that my, been? How's that, how's that been? Yeah, it's how's... Awesome. Yeah. Abs- I mean, I. it's incredible. Have Not, you felt like, any big changes within the band since stepping it up? Um, yeah, I, I think so. Um, like, we all organize stuff, but I know that, like, I have a lot more time to help plan kind of like these like tours and whatnot because like now the landscape is so competitive to go out and play and really try to be known that you have to put so much work into it it's so diy unless you know that you have some stroke of luck and you have some awesome contacts that can help you out so it takes a lot of time and now we have that um yeah we're like ethan and i graduated and that's like our minds yeah that we got a good van like the more that we try to make it professional for ourselves and the more we do it i think i can speak for all of us the more we feel good about it and the more we want to try to push ourselves um yeah our our music is like not the most normal um genre it's kind of tough for us to pin down so we've we don't have a specific niche to fit into so we kind of go all over the place fitting with different types of bands and yeah uh, that that kind of makes it fun so what are some difficulties you've faced? You mentioned that it's a pretty saturated market at this point. Um, mm-hmm. What are some difficulties you've faced after uh, making this your main priority? I mean, getting, uh, I mean, networking, it can be a difficulty, but it's also really fun. Um, yeah, getting getting the connections, like we really want to go out to the West Coast, um, but we don't yet have the the best connections to be able to do that reasonably all right um, we were very excited just to be able to we're getting out to colorado and wyoming as i said so that is already exciting in and of itself yeah it's it's like an it's a balance for us where we try whenever we book these out-of-town shows now we because we've done a pretty good job of creating a nice like base like at our home in richmond but now um we'll kind of go out to places we're pretty comfortable with and then we'll could put our feelers out for brand new spots. Yeah, we didn't even mention we are from Richmond. We're yeah sneaking. We're we're kind of local. We've been here before, but <laughs> yeah, we we do reside in Richmond, Virginia. Richmond is pretty much Which, a sister city. They're, yeah, they're both, close by. Yeah, right. both very cool cities too. Right. So, with your tour coming up, um, what do, what do you have going on in the future besides this tour? Um, so this specific tour, we're really trying to to push our new record that we just put out, um, which is called Breathing Cold, um, which we've been working on this album for like three years. Um, we started recording it um, over a year ago, um, and it's just it's been a long process, and we definitely feel more proud of it than anything else we've made up to now. Um, so we're trying to do what we can um, to push all these new songs um, that we're really excited about. And um, our friend Dave Watkins is a really awesome sound engineer from Richmond. Um, he recorded it with us in, in one of our favorite venues in Richmond, uh, Gallery 5, which uh, is a really cool art gallery music space. Um, it used to be a fire station, and then they like converted it. It's still got like a fire pole. Yeah, pre, um, awesome. Pre-Civil War and a jail. Yeah, it's, there, yeah and there's a, a lot of history. And a jail, yeah. yeah. But it's a 
really cool spot. We recorded in a giant room and like we're pretty happy with how the recording sounds. Um, so yeah, we're we're pushing that. Um, yeah. Sounds like you've got some good stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So before this last part, do you have any last words for our listeners? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, th- since this is kind of a local beer thing, um, it's worth mentioning that um, we are kind of partnered up with a brewery that we really like um, in Richmond called Hardywood Brewery. And they might have some distribution somewhere near oh, here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, I'm repping a Hardywood shirt right now. Um, but they, they make really good, you know, all sorts of crazy beers. Um, so we're all about that good craft beer as well. Mm-hmm. Well, if you listeners are into craft beer, Local Van Local Beer is the place to be because we've got North Carolina Taps all on special at the Poor House and a really great show coming up. It's with Night Idea, Onawa, and the Tills at 9.30 at the Poor House, again, for Local Van Local Beer. And uh, if if I would, I want to introduce, um, are, you, if you're, are you about to put on the last One more song? question. One more question? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, it's just to end on a learning note. Um, what piece of advice do you have for someone who's wanting to get into playing music now? Practice, uh, plan, and don't have too high expectations. Play out a lot. Um, networking is important. Being friendly and, and trying to be a nice person, I think, is very important. Yeah. Um, and just don't fake it in any way. You know, play. We, we play music. We make music that we... It don't think it's necessarily the most marketable, but we all feel really strongly drawn to it. Um, and we work really hard to like craft our songs. Um, and I feel like that is important to create like what you think is original and cool. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. And thank you for coming in. You're welcome. We're mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing you at the show tonight. Yep. Yeah. What's the sauce song you've got for us? Um, so it's called Silver Understanding. It's um, the second track off of our newest album breathing cold and um we filmed a cool video for it um it's a it's a live video um that joey had the idea for where we have some friends um driving a truck and there's a flatbed trailer attached to the truck and they're driving us around the countryside and we have all of our gear up on this flatbed trailer and we just recorded a live video of us playing through this song like while roaming around the countryside how fast are you going um not that probably like 10 miles an hour we had to go pretty slow but um at least for me for doing the drumming it i will say it was very uh difficult to (laughs) not like i was kind of scared i was going to fall off the back no one fell no one fell yeah it was all right Uh, we did have a generator inside the truck and our friend (laughs) joe mcdonald was Driving the truck, probably dangerously huffing fumes from the yeah. generator as he was driving around. Some years shaved off. And we had life. to close the window, I think, because yeah. there was... One of the cool things about this video, I think, is that the sound... We were able to get pretty good sound that's isolated, so you can't hear the gravel underneath. You can't hear the generator. It just sounds kind of like a studio sound. That's awesome. Um, and that's because Joe was willing to huff these horrible generator fumes. Um <laughs> But yeah, and we, we had a drone. Our friend owns a drone, so we got some overhead shots of this farm um, with us playing way down below. Um, 
we've put a lot of work into it and we're, we're pretty proud of it. So check it out. It's on YouTube if you want to. And the track that you're about to out. play has our good friend Tristan Brunis of Dumbwaiter in Richmond playing sax on it. So uh, just kind of spice it up a little bit differently for the recording. Oh, and I want to give a shout out to uh, our friend Ryan Fitzgerald who's housing us. Thank you. So tell us one more time what this song is called. It's called Silver Understanding. You're listening to WKNC 88.1. This is Night Idea with Silver Understanding. <laughs> 